0: What a, right.
1: what a show!
0: A, a I'm sorry, Rick.
1: Late. Did I? Did I? Yeah. Late. Did I interrupt you? Okay. You let's get some energy. Let's get some energy here, guys. All right. Do you want to just? I'm do gonna do my Hunter Hunter Biden
0: impression. There we go. I feel better now. So welcome go. in. Can we start over? Jesus, welcome in to Smack Talk here on the Sports Keeda Wrestle YouTube. Talk channel. to somebody and... who knows
1: you, Rick. Is it oh, it's gonna go be ahead, one go of go these in.
0: nights. Is it going to be one of these? Well, nights
1: yeah, it might as well be.
0: Where I can't get yeah. like, a full sentence in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, three. That's exactly
1: Rick you right. chino. There we go. See, I got it started already. That doesn't quite I'm help. Trying, Rick, I'm trying to help you as much as I can. I don't know what to tell you. Are you done?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> into the. Smack Talk post Smackdown show here on Sports Kid Wrestling Wrestle Bin's YouTube channel and the Facebook channel. We, we appreciate everybody who's in the yeah. chat. I'm not we, above you rattled
1: him, Said I'm, but...
0: I'm not above muting Dutch Mantel. Make sure to get your comments in. Make sure to get your <laughs> questions in. If you got super chats, you want to send those in. That's the only way to guarantee to get your comment on the show. We will read them all out throughout the entire night here. We have a lot to discuss we know sure why, do. we know why now jay uso or excuse me jimmy uso did what he did to jay uso we will discuss that we have a new united states champion we will discuss that as well and so much more dutch you're you a little bit sarcastic there to, to start off the the show and actually now i'm being wow. told that super chats has been disabled it's been a technical error so uh that's not an option tonight. So I will keep as close an eye on the chat as I possibly Well,
1: I'm I'm leaving guys. That Super Chats gone. I no need me to
0: yeah, okay, We're going to set out a tip jar for Dutch Mantel somehow somewhere. That's what you're uh, here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get it. We'll get it working. Everybody just everybody's in the chat just uh, send Dutch 5 bucks at Dirty D Mantel. <laughs> What's your Venmo, G- Dutch? You got Venmo. G- G- G-
1: Gmail PayPal. Hmm. <laughs>
0: there we go. G- just send five bucks to, to Dutch's Gmail and, and he'll be good to go. But uh, you're a little sarcastic there. I know you had some issues with the show tonight. Overall, what did you think this first show post uh, SummerSlam? No, I, I liked the show. I, I just thought there were some issues, uh,
1: especially with that last segment, because I don't think they all 100% bought into it. And you could tell the crowd was kind of saying, I don't know about this. So I hope they pick up on that and address it. I mean, it's not all gone. I mean, that story is still there. Sure, but they—they're gonna have to—they're gonna have to sharpen that up a little bit because they did something, you know, that the turn shocked them enough. But to come back and put it back together in one show is too much.
0: Let's start there, SP three, because we talked about this uh, on another platform earlier this week. Um, Look, everybody saw Jimmy doing what he did coming from a mile away and nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. And this this latest turn, this twist in this bloodline story was all going to come down to the explanation, which everybody said, hey, look, you can't do the jealousy angle. You yourself said that would have made no sense whatsoever after everything that they have they had gone through. Well, we get the explanation from Jimmy tonight. It's not jealousy. He goes down another path and says he did it out of love, basically. He, he went with the Lord of the Rings. That's worse. He went with the Lord <laughs> exactly. of the Rings.
1: He that love shit ain't going to get it
0: either. He went with the Lord <laughs> of the Rings explanation where he has seen what the Ring of Power that, that lay that rests around Roman Reigns' neck, that undisputed WWE Universal Championship, he has seen what kind of golem like creature it has turned Roman Reigns into, and Jimmy Uso says, I could not let you win and let that happen to you. And SP3, your response to that is what?
2: Is that makes no damn sense because you are keeping yeah. the power... On the person you just said is corrupt. So, what's the you just helped the person who's corrupt instead of the person who you've known for 37 years, who you know is a good person, who you know that you (laughs) are there for him to keep him on track? Like, what, huh? That makes no sense. I'd rather you had gone with the obvious of I was, I was just Paul Heyman was right. Everything Paul Heyman said, that's how I really felt. I never wanted you to be the right-hand man. I wanted you to be right by my side as the Usos. So it could be jealousy in the form of love, but that makes more sense than what he said. And you can tell to him it probably didn't make that much sense because that was probably one of the kind of the the lower bar of the bloodline performances was that promo and him kind of stuttering over his lines and trying to be emotional, but not really showing
0: emotion. He kept, he kept dropping the mic and cutting off the last word of his sentences. And I'm like, bro, stop. Please stop. <laughs> stop. Doing I, know, that. I, like- I, I know he's
2: trying to feign emotion, but it was just like, no, this does not. This does not feel natural. It feels like no. you guys are acknowledging that y'all made a mistake here by trying to put them, by trying to say, oh, it's all for love. He really, it's really, it's really still the story that we, that we said of why the turn didn't make sense is everything that they've done from this point, on, from this point before that was Jay does everything for Jimmy. Jimmy does everything for Jay. That was the story. And then the turn didn't make sense because of that story. They tried to rewind it back with this promo and it just fell
0: apart. Dutch, to to me, to me, when I'm listening to this, when I'm listening to to Jimmy spill his heart out here and, and throw all these words out to me, it sounded like, yeah, he did not believe what he was saying. But part of me is wondering if and maybe I'm giving too much credit here. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. All right. Part of me is wondering if this might have been by design just a little bit, because there was one thing that he said tonight that I bought into, and that's when he said, what happens to me? What happens to the Usos when you become the tribal chief, when you become the undisputed universal champion? Maybe this is the story they're going to go with where Jimmy, yeah, that's the excuse that he came up with, because that's what he thought he could tell Jay, that would allow Jay to forgive him quicker. But really he did this for self-preservation because he did not want to get left behind while his younger brother, Jimmy went on to become this big superstar. That's what I'm where I'm hoping that this goes, that Jay, that Jimmy knows this was bullshit, but he thought maybe he could get Jay to forgive him by going down with this excuse.
1: Okay. You along with the thousands and thousands and thousands of other wrestling fans across the world are now sitting back and saying that was either stupid. I didn't understand it. Where are they going from now? But I think it's laying heavier on the side of, I don't quite understand it. Yeah. And I don't know where it's going because you got to kind of tell, you got to, you got to lead these people, but now they don't know what to expect. They should have, but they. I think they could have got the same, the same outcome, but attacking it a little differently. But hey, it's the way they, it's the way they did it. That's what we got to go by. So, it's it's not gone. They can fix this. I don't think it's that bad anyway. It's like sometimes family disputes get messy. Sure. And and you said he he was afraid of getting left behind. I think Roman and uh, Jimmy should have taken. Who was the guy in there first, Jimmy or
0: Jay? Uh, Jimmy came down. Or yeah, yeah, Jimmy came down Who? first because Jimmy comes down after Roman had basically called him the ring, and Roman thinks that he's there to to rejoin the bloodline. And he's like, "Hey, you did me a solid, and yep. you know, I, I, whatever you want, name it. You want a car, you want a yacht, you want a jet. I'm the tribal chief. I can make it happen." And then Jimmy's like, I, what I did had absolutely nothing to do with you. I don't want a damn thing. And then Jay comes down to the ring and is like, you better tell me why you did what you did, or 37 years is going to be gone, and I'm going to kick your head off your shoulders, which ultimately Jay did do, by the way. This this picked up a lot at the end, SP3 with the, the big melee and Jay leaving everybody laying. And the part about this is, is the bloodline continues to to fragment now, because now you have Jay versus Jimmy versus Roman and Solo. And now it's a everybody against everybody kind of thing with Roman and Solo still on the same page. But we know eventually that's going to split. I mean, all of this is leading toward a okay. four-way at some point, right? Yeah. What, what can put,
1: let's say, what can put them back together? What about the elders coming together? and they have the big meeting, and they put them back together towards the end of the show. But you know it's not going to last.
0: Yeah. Would that help? That, would that help? They need – I don't know if the elders coming on screen would be enough. What they need is a common enemy, right? That That's basic storytelling at at its finest. When you, It's kind of like the Avengers in Civil War when they all were split up and they were on different sides. All of a sudden, you get a, a common enemy among them, and they bring their forces back together. So you need some kind of foe or enemy or whatever it is, some superstar out there. I don't know who it is. Feel free to throw out some recommendations in the chat here uh, that all of the Bloodline members, once they are separated, point towards and go, okay, we all have a common enemy here. Oh, hey, why don't we get this bloodline thing back together that used to dominate and let's just freaking own this dude real quick? Like that's that's the guy. I don't know who it is, but that to me seems like that, that storytelling 101 SP3. That that seems like a logical place well, to go, but I don't know who miles, it
2: is. We're miles away from that. I think they're yeah, starting to sure. build that with uh the whole Bobby Lashley street profits and then possibly Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, where you have enough guys on that team where they can come together like that, but that's like Six months to a year away. So it's all about. I think. I think we're thinking way too far ahead when we got to fix what's going on right now. And I think that's WWE's problem: is that they wanted the big moment at Summerslam. They wanted a big moment to kind of shift this, a big twist in the story, and it wasn't the right time to do it. I I, I came up with a with a whole way of the accidental superkick where you can lead that into the whole Jimmy versus Jay thing, which it seemed like they were going towards before the final segment on the show. And there's a way to do that without the whole Jimmy turn the way they did it and then trying to retcon it basically here. So, I mean, they have to fix this right now. And especially with the fact that possibly Roman Reigns is not going to be on payback. He's not going to be on fast lane. That Payback how is shaping up with the matches that it seems like they're building to with 3 weeks out before Payback that lineup is not looking like something I really want to see unless Roman Reigns is on. Unless they I to say they decide last minute, okay, we're going to put Roman Reigns on it. It's not really a lineup that I want to see. I'm sorry. They have a whole bunch of fuse that I'm just like, yeah, that's a TV match since k hey, Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, it could be good, could be great, but it's sounds like a raw match more than a pay-per-view match and mm-hmm. all the stuff that we saw on this show. Are we going to get Jimmy versus Jay? Because Jay said I'm out at the end. Yeah, so that's the interesting
0: part. He says he quit. He says I'm out of the bloodline. I'm out of everything. I'm out of WWE and he he literally did the f u f u f u. found a fan in the front row said you're cool and I'm out like that. Yeah, literally that's that's what Jay that's how Jay was on so well, the show tonight. So if he
1: quit. He won't be on the show next week. Will he? If he quit? Uh, I would not think so. No, so he's to, John Cena. <laughs> what so if he goes the, and gets it? What if he goes and gets a job at United Postal Service and starts driving? <laughs> starts driving a truck. <laughs> I quit wrestling to drive a truck. I think but, that'd
0: be cool if they started following Jay around as he starts his new career endeavor, and now all of a sudden, like how how do they bring him back into the fold? But they they won't do that. They'll leave him off TV as a reference character for a while, probably. I would guess. Well,
1: say somebody—the brother gets hurt. Something happens to the brother. Or something happens to Roman. Looks like he's done for. And then the family rallies around him. You know, you can you can hate your brother, but something—I mean, you can hate him, but everybody else can't hate him because you'll fight for him. So if they could tell a story like that, they may have it. They may save that thing. I mean, it's not gone anyway, but. I think they'll look back back at this and say, I think we kind of missed the mark with this guys. So if uh, they don't see if they don't see that, so they got a problem. But I think they'll see it.
0: Justin saying Romo R- Romo. <laughs> Roman Solo and Jimmy, they need a group to brutally attack them where it forces them to come back together. I got it. I got it.
1: Me, Rick, me, you, and Sid, we'll go we all hit beat the crap out of them with
0: microphones. See? And they all rally against them. I would happily have you guys. I would lead that charge and happily pull the Miz where I'm like, let's get them. And then I take three steps back uh, while you all run in there and get your asses kicked. I would happily uh, pull that <laughs> off. But um, speaking of the melee at the end here, Dutch, there were some reports coming out of SummerSlam that roman reigns did suffer an injury we didn't hear you know what the what exactly the injury was we didn't hear the severity of it but you could tell watching that match back that roman reigns was in a it was in some pain uh during the main event of SummerSlam. the fact that he was taking some bumps tonight i think that's that's a pretty good indicator it may not yeah. be that serious because if it was why would you risk your cash cow that way and even if it was serious dutch Let's be honest. He ain't defending that damn title until November at the earliest. So they had plenty of time to set some stuff up here.
1: Well, he's been hurt before. And if you're in the wrestling business, you've got to work through those injuries. Or if you're going to, every time you get hurt, oh, I can't go. I can't go. You tell them that a couple of times and they'll let you go. Cause you're not hurt that bad. And if you can't, if you can't work through it, then everybody else does. All that underneath, all those underneath guys, all those first and second match guys, they can't afford to say I'm hurt because somebody will take their spot. So they got to work through it.
0: Makes sense. One hundred percent. We did see a uh, another segment tonight, guys, between uh, Lashley. And the uh, suit profits, as Michael Cole called them uh, tonight, they're sitting back, they're enjoying some wine, they're talking about how they're going to take over. Dawkins has already went gone from one week where he's wearing a purple suit. Now he stepped up his game and he's wearing a full-on tuxedo. So the evolution of uh, Angelo Dawkins is is growing uh, very, very quickly here. And so many people are bringing it up in the chat. I mean, you need a, a, a strong front of force that can bring the bloodline back together. I mean... We haven't gotten Lashley versus Roman. Lashley is a serious title contender. Anyway, you, you stretch it. SB three. Do you think this is the direction that they should go and that they are laying the seeds for right now?
2: Hole says soup profits. I say street business. Uh I want to see Street Business versus The Bloodline. I think that this would it would work perfectly. You got Lashley and Roman there. You got you know the Usos and Street Profits. I think that probably the team that the Usos have the best chemistry with outside of the new day on sure. the WWE roster is the Street Profits. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If it's solo in there, you know, you can have solo going at it with Angelo Dawkins, which uh, it just makes sense. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. Big E will be at home very happy. Uh, but yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense as like the, the crew that they're kind of building up. They're doing it in a different way with the little vignette. I like what they're doing so far with the little backstage segments that are building it up. You get the you get the big beatdown last week where they beat down the Brawling Brutes and the OC and then you get a segment this week where they're talking about it and they're sipping on wine and they're celebrating to their future success. So I like this so far. I'm digging it.
0: If they could find a way to build up to this to get the bloodline back together. I mean, there's a we got some time, but I don't know if there's enough time. Can we get Street Business versus the Bloodline at Survivor Series? Could that be a Potentially yeah. a four on four. First off, you'd have to add a fourth to Lashley's group. Is that asking too much? Is that is that Russian things?
2: What I'm thinking right now is that the the Jay Uso leaving is because they don't want to do Jay versus Jimmy right now. They don't. Oh. They want to save that for a bigger show. So they that's why Jay said I'm out. They're building towards the four way of Solo Roman Jay Jimmy at Survivor Series. Sure bloodline and game
0: so dutch there was another report that came out this week where there's at least one high ranking official in wwe creative who does not want the jay versus jimmy match the first one the first one-on-one to happen until wrestlemania 40 good god could could can you imagine them trying to stretch this out from where these two don't face each other until Philadelphia, April 6th or 7th.
1: That will be a chore.
0: It, it, it really, and I would hate to
1: be delegated that task of stretching it because you're going to have to have one of them disappear. Who walked out tonight? Jay.
0: Hey, yeah.
1: Well, he's going to have to disappear for three months
0: and why would you do that now when he's still white hot too like he got a great pop tonight when he went well, out
1: they they told the story i'm i'm i'm, I'm working on your premise sure uh, those guys going head up i think if if they try it now they're going to wear it out before they get there i mean there's i don't know Hey, they worked themselves
0: in this hole. I didn't do
1: it. I'm not helping them uh, get no, out.
0: No, I'm da- But I saw that report Oh my, my god. News. Then why they on god. my But like S V three, I saw that report this week and I immediately thought of you. And I'm going, then why the hell did you do this turn at SummerSlam? Why the hell to me, to me, trying to stretch Jimmy and Jay another seven and a half months is a more daunting task no. than Cody going back to Roman a year later. That's that's seven and a half months for Jimmy and Jay. There's only so many avenues you can go. We're seeing how further and further away that Cody is drifting away on that raft away from the Island of relevancy. Ultimately some kind of wave is going to carry him back there, but they, there's plenty of different avenues. They can go with him. You can, you can't stretch Jimmy and Jay seven and a half months. I I, I don't hey, believe they did. it. They did it. They did it with uh,
2: Dom and, and Ray last year. Dom and yeah. Ray. They, they did that turn at clash of the castle in September. And they got it to, to WrestleMania. They find their ways. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them that that's what they're going to do. I That's why I say I think the next big bloodline matchup is Survivor Series or either Crown Jewel. Maybe they do it at Crown Jewel. And I think it's that four-way match.
0: All right, let's go back to the top of the show. Uh, make sure to get uh, your, your comments in throughout the uh, guys. I'll try to get to as many of them as possible. Yes, SB3, real quick.
2: And yes, I see Frantic Worlds in the chat, and yes, I did have. I told you so, look. Because I said
0: this before <laughs> it happened. I told everybody.
2: I told you all on the uh, show. I said, uh, Jimmy it on at SummerSlam would not make <laughs> sense. Don't do that. <laughs> that. Don't do that one. Don't do that uh, one that everybody was saying was going to happen. And I was like, I've been vindicated this whole week. Everything that's happened since then, I've just been vindicated because it has not made sense to to a lot of people. And then we had this promo in this you, segment you, today. You, which even Dutch, who's been high on the bloodline, said it was it was below what they usually give us.
0: But that's oh, also a geez. high bar. We don't talk about high bars yeah. often with WWE Creative. Go ahead, Dutch. I'm sorry. I forgot what I was gonna say. You need to put a
1: sign on and say vindicated. You
0: fill it out. And do that. So get yourself a shirt, a true heel heat vindicated. Yep, shirt. You, you could do that. Call yourself the vindicator uh, Taylor Swenson <laughs> saying Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. I think they have a lot of options for Roman Reigns that they could, especially if Cody ends up being the guy, they have options to get Roman there, especially if he's only going to have two or three defenses, which is just a decent guess. Maybe uh, one more show at the end of this year, maybe Royal Rumble maybe Elimination Chamber, if he has two or three more title defenses. They got guys he can get to before he goes back to Cody at WrestleMania 40, if ultimately that is the direction. But again, they have options. Let's head back to the top of the show and it opens up, surprisingly here, guys, with Kevin Patrick. He is the one who is in the Captain Kirk Swivel chair. Now, we heard... Wait a
1: minute. Wait yes. a minute. I'm pitching. I'm going to throw the flag on this one. You mean I got to listen to those three assholes or yahoos for the next twelve months, Kevin Patrick, where did he? Where did he come from?
0: I think he was at CNN before he came over here.
1: Well, he needs to go back and and Corey Graves. I don't know. They've gotten rid of him a couple of times. I think they might need to get rid of him again. He, he keeps bouncing back and they, forth. Ron Smack. They don't. I hate a three man booth anyway, mm-hmm. and they don't mesh. I can tell already. They're not meshing.
0: It's the first night, the three of them together, and you, you, Dutch, you know how hard it is with, with the they three They suck.
1: Yeah. They suck. Well, especially with three. Yeah. They, so, they just suck.
0: So I know a lot of people, SP3, they, they saw Kevin Patrick in the chair, and I know there are not a lot of people who are high on what Kevin Patrick has done, right? And I think he's very good at MLS. He he calls MLS games for Apple TV. I think he was good on CNN, uh, or at least, I'm not going to sit here and say I saw him on CNN. I don't watch that much of it, but I'm sure he was great there. Obviously, he had to be if WWE called and uh, brought him over. And they feel like he has got something because now they put him on a desk with Michael Cole. I actually think having Kevin Patrick be in that main chair, if they want him to learn and develop, that this is what they need to do in putting him on SmackDown. He needs to be in the main chair so Michael Cole can add a little bit of his flair when he needs to, but more or less. Focus on what Kevin Patrick is doing and try to help him succeed and develop where he needs it most, which is storytelling. Did you notice tonight Michael Cole was the guy who was constantly filling in the gaps and trying to tell the story and progress that, which is what the play-by-play guy needs to do more than calling the moves individually because it's television. We see the moves, right? So tell us the story, fill in the holes. That's where Kevin Patrick, I think, needs to learn the most and i think he'll ultimately grow into the business. It took Michael Cole a long time to get comfortable in the role that he's doing. I I think this is a setup that is going to give Kevin Patrick the best chance to succeed. It's just whether or not WWE gives him the time and the fans give him the time to do that.
2: It's just going to be tough. It's like they're, tough. they're 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 cutting their their nose oh, to spite oh, their face oh, by awkward. putting him in a three man booth like, it was just lately, like, yeah, you're putting him in the Captain Kirk position and you're having Michael Cole kind of groom him, but you're doing it in a three man booth where I didn't really hear him that much throughout the show. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. And they might say they're grooming him by putting him in that middle chair, but it was really like he was the invisible man. And it was really Corey and uh, Michael Cole for a lot of the show
0: and that tends to happen when he's on the broadcast, like he starts out hot and then it's like, he fades out as the show goes along. And it was more and more noticeable on raw because you would get to about the second hour, second or third hour. And, and Corey Graves would be saying something like, come on, help me out here. KP, you know, like shouting at him, like, yes. "MS, that's are talk, you know, you're supposed to be the one who's talking here, um, which that guy calls major league soccer. So like constant action and talking and for a long period of time should be his mo. So I think he's, he's probably getting yelled point. at. That's potentially my event look beyond Vince was in gorilla, he would not have made it this far. I don't think he would have. Um
2: I I think it's more like well, Triple he, H has hall. a headset. Triple H has a headset from Vince who's yelling at him to yell at Kevin Patrick. So it's like <laughs> it's Yeah. Like 6 degrees of separation.
0: God damn it
1: son, yell at that bastard. Time to pick
0: his game up. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes uh, these next few weeks. I will say one thing. I miss Pat McAfee. Anyway, uh, our opening contest tonight was Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Pretty solid contest between these two. Grown accustomed to that between when we watched them uh, fight over the last few years. But... Guys, this was really just the table setter for the parade that was EO Sky coming down as the new WWE uh, women's champion. Uh, her and the rest of Damage Control, nice to see Dakota Kai down here again uh, after she made her uh, surprise appearance at SummerSlam this past weekend. Uh, Sky ends up taking out both Asuka and Charlotte to cause the DQ. Bailey beats them down as Damage Control raises the belt high and uh, walks out. Uh, uh, a collective unit. Once again, I've already talked this week about how much I really like the fact that they've kind of given damage control. Now a new lease on life after a literal year of losing a literal year of losing. And EO lost her last two matches before she cashed in at SummerSlam. But now all of a sudden one booking decision, and it feels like they've got new life, so, I mean 6 months ago people were already calling SP3 for this group to be broken up here. And now they they have been given a a second chance and hopefully SP3 they with EO here learn from their past mistakes that they made with both Liv and Nikki. They did not get presented as strong champions out of the gate and I ultimately think they lost the audience very quickly with both of them and that ultimately cost them their titles like 4 or 6 weeks into it. Um, Nikki didn't even make it to SummerSlam out of SummerSlam with her championship Liv kind of recovered Nikki unfortunately hasn't hopefully they present Io as a strong champion and damage control as a strong united front moving forward here
2: I I think the key to this one with money with Io having money in the bank is that they allowed Io to have her breakout moment before winning money in the bank they didn't make the breakout moment money in the bank that was the difference between Liv and Nikki and Io. Io had her breakout moment at Backlash and then won Money in the Bank. So I think that it's more sustainable and she's going to be a little bit more over and have a better chance to be a successful champion than Liv and Nikki ever was. Liv Morgan was getting momentum. She had the nice feud with Becky Lynch, but they cooled her off. They put her in a tag team with Rhea Ripley. They used her as kind of kind of fodder for Rhea Ripley to turn heel and then out of nowhere, she won Money in the Bank. That's basically what happened. Uh, Nikki Cross, she was losing for a while. Then she became a superhero, was getting fluky wins. And then she won Money in the Bank. They didn't give her a break. They tried to make that the breakout moment. And then ne- next day, she won the, the championship. So yep. I think with EO Sky, we're in a better shape. This matchup, Charlotte and Asuka, uh, I've seen better from them. When, when you have this a WrestleMania Howard. Solid. when you have a wrestlemania rematch you know uh, i just expect it to be at least good or something that i'm gonna remember in a week from now i'm not i'm not gonna remember this and the finish doesn't help but maybe it sets up something interesting with the smackdown women's division which has been good the
0: last couple of weeks interesting we did not see bianca belair tonight dutch who was the one who got cashed in on she Injures her knee in that match, uh, was able to overcome that, hit a 450 splash, uh, wins the championship by rolling up Asuka, and then immediately gets cashed in on again a nice full circle moment for damage control at SummerSlam. Because when they debuted at a SummerSlam y- last year, Bianca was the person in the ring that they showed up against and stood in front of, and they were never able to pry the championship from her. They finally do it a year later. She's not on the show tonight, and it's It's kind of interesting to see, like, all of a sudden now we got Damage Control, who is, they're feuding with Charlotte, and they're feuding with Asuka, and more likely they're going to be feuding with Bianca. So all of a sudden it feels like SP3 says, the SmackDown Women's Division, very involved with everybody. It creates something that you like. It creates options.
1: What he said, Sid, what he said, I'm agreeing with him. Whatever you said, Sid, I mean. uh, Did you lose me somewhere there? No. No, when you talk about a year ago, most fans, I think, saying they can't even remember a year ago.
0: Because I would say the casuals would agree with you, yes.
1: Yes, but only the hardcore would remember that. And even about, I would say, a, a large majority of them would have to think about it. See, they're buying exactly what WWE is putting in front of them right now. And that's why they got it. They got an assembly line. Do 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 do, do. they gotta crank that stuff out. And but they have to be astute. I do know if you like that word, said astute. They gotta be a. they got lit they gotta know when they they hit a nerve. And you can see now that uh uh LA Knight, they've hit a nerve with him, now they're giving him the push. So but that's the way I look at it. See, the way you kind of diagram it. It's. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's right. But when you go back a year ago, I'm thinking, what the, what is he talking about? Because I don't need and I was here. I know, I know what you're talking about and still don't remember.
0: Well, that's what we get paid to do is to remind people of the things that maybe they forgot about. (laughs) SP3 is much better at it than I am, but sometimes within a year i'm pretty good i'm pretty accurate within a year uh talk to me again next year i'm gonna completely forget about whatever the hell i just talked about our second matchup of the night aj styles versus carry cross as i thought this match was going well i thought it was going really really well and then had we had a big back to the break and all of a sudden they decided to do maybe some um lightweight Stuff with a, a big boy like carrying Cross. And I don't know if it was a miscommunication or what, but yeah. it was it was ugly and it kept snowballing. Yeah. And it what what was a bad series that lasted maybe 20 seconds felt like it lasted two minutes. And thankfully for them, they got the crowd back into it. Into the match, some heat from Scarlet helped out here. Uh AJ gets the win at the end with the help from Me Chin. Got a big pop from the crowd for AJ Styles. Who, um, man, (laughs) the yeah when they when they
1: did that big botch, I went, uh oh. Then he tried to fix it, botched it again. Yeah. Then he had to had to restart. But see, I would remember that a year from now. (laughs) See, I would remember. I remember the botches. I just don't remember the other stuff.
2: Who remember the other stuff? The botches (laughs) is always the most memorable. Yeah,
0: that's the most memorable. and that's unfortunately what everybody's gonna remember out of this is that there was a botch involving a carrion cross match, which by the way, Carrion Cross to get uh Carrion Cross lost again. Uh in again. what I, I would think would be the blow off to this feud, but I don't know. Who knows what they're doing with AJ Styles and the rest of uh the OC after this, but SB3 it feels like Carrion just cannot get any momentum no. whatsoever. He,
1: I don't think he's got it. I don't think he
0: has the chemistry.
1: To touch those fans, I just don't. I mean, he's a good enough worker, but that was all AJ tonight. That was his match.
2: Yeah, like like you said, they tried some lightweight stuff. I was like, no, I've seen big guys do that. All you have to do is basically catch AJ on the moonsault and just go into a reverse DDT position. You're not doing anything, like, lightweight. They're not actually due to moonsault or or be agile. You just catch the—you're a big guy. You catch uh, look, the smaller guy. I mean,
0: guys. AJ it's was trying to throw—on the recovery, AJ was trying to throw around carrying cross a little bit, and it did not— Oh, happen. no, he was he was trying to suplex him and then
2: get him back into the reverse DDT position, which I didn't think was a wise decision <laughs> if he couldn't get that first one right. He so one the second one may have been on him. He barely I got don't him know
1: up what he was trying to, to do. I don't know that's what he was trying to do, but I, I'm glad one of them didn't get hurt. They weren't on the
0: same page. That's, that's no, 100%. They, weren't. they were not on the same page. I give them credit for getting the I, – and I give lots of Scarlet for getting the heat back in that match, but I just don't know what the heck they're doing with Karrion Cross right now. I don't know what they're doing with AJ Styles right now, and personally, I don't I don't think they know. I don't think they know what they're doing with either of them other than just well, kicking the can down the road.
1: Well, All they're doing is just doing maintenance on AJ. Karen is just putting guys over. I feel like they've been doing it. I, that- I don't think it even helps a guy for them to beat and Cross. I don't think, you know, it's kind of expected when he goes into the match now. Yeah. The girl's got more heat than he's got. I'd do something with her.
0: Maybe they are. Probably, I don't, yeah. I don't know, but. I, I'm, can I know can the they, girl,
1: can the girl work?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Scarlet.
2: Yeah. Okay. If he, he could, he, just, could get Mark he could get Mark Merrill.
0: He could get Mark Merrill. Could potentially. I don't know. But they it feels like that you say they're doing maintenance on AJ. It feels like they've been doing maintenance on AJ since they broke him and Omos up. Like like that that it feels like when was the last time like they get cool. the OC back together? And granted, I know he he broke his ankle and he missed some time, but man, it just feels like they had nothing for him. Or anybody associated with him in a long ass time,
1: probably since I'm I'm seeing AJ with with the good brothers and the girl, and I don't understand that why they're together. I know you buy them as a group, but I don't know why AJ would. I know he's got history with them. I would separate him from them. That's what I would do.
0: No, last time you you
1: you you take three guys to get three guys, I push behind three guys. It's a lot better to get to push yourself than worry about two other guys.
0: For, for for not I mean it wasn't long ago that we're sitting here talking about how they need more groups and they need more factions. It almost feels like they have too many now because you can't, like we're sitting here going, what the hell are you doing with AJ Styles and the rest of the OC? Meanwhile, they're pushing Judgment Day. They're, they're still got the bloodline who's going. The The New Day just showed back up, right? Like, they just put a new faction together with Bobby Lashley and, and the Street Profits, and it's like all of a sudden, you but, can't push everybody at once, and I get that. But I'm just sitting here, I'm like, you got freaking AJ Styles here, and you're doing nothing with him, nothing.
1: Yeah, well, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits are interesting yes, at they this are. point. And let's see how they handle them. See, they got a good start, so let's see how they handle it.
0: We had Edge show up for a surprise in-ring promo, and this is something that felt like it was completely off script. It just felt like two dudes who ended up going out there and and talking, but I like this a lot, man. I I like the the behind-the-scenes type look of stuff, and you know who knows exactly how much of it was real. Maybe it was all of it. Maybe they embellished a little bit, Hollywooded it up just a little bit, but Edge comes out And he says next week, celebrating 25 years in the business, he wants to have a match with somebody he hasn't wrestled somehow in his entire (laughs) career. And that is Seamus. He wants to go against Seamus. He tells the story about how uh, it was uh, Seamus who inadvertently brought him back to wrestling. And we saw the video of the, the, the biking incident where he flies off of his bike and all of a sudden he's like, damn, why can't I, you know, why can't I wrestle anymore? And that was the light bulb moment. But then we get that nice story from, from Seamus, where he comes down and he's like, Look, you know, yeah, I brought you back, but I I wouldn't be standing here right now if you didn't talk to me that one day when I was seeking advice and nobody else wanted to give me the damn time of day. And then these two have a nice, you know, handshake moment. They're throwing up pictures of of Seamus wearing Edge's daughter's helmet and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, oh, this is a nice little moment here. They're setting them a nice match for next week, which is gonna be great. And then we get Seamus SP3 kind of pull edge in there for a second and go. I hope you didn't make a mistake for next week. So that added a little bit of spice on the end of this, But maybe it felt like this went just a little bit too long. But ultimately, i I'm not going to complain. I, I like this. I like this tonight, yeah. it
2: felt it felt a little bit more uncuffed. It felt a little bit more improvise than your regular kind of promo exchange that we usually see on SmackDown. So I like that about it. I think that edge is a natural talker and I've, I've said it in the past years ago, that edge is one of the better talkers that WWE has. And he proved it here and Sheamus well proved to be, you know, pretty good on the mic himself. So I thought this was a good segment to set up the match next week. Could it be edges last match? in WWE because he did say last year he would have one last (laughs) match in Toronto and then he wanted to wrap things up so is that going to be the end? I don't know we shall see.
0: I don't think he knows like I feel like since Wrestlemania Dutch when he beat Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell which he shouldn't have by the way um, my opinion and a lot of other people's opinion but since but coming out of Wrestlemania Edge has not done much they haven't had any significant storyline for him he's wrestled a couple matches here or there it definitely feels like the agreement between edge and wwe is edge will call w edge will call triple h when he wants to do something and then he'll show up and he'll do it it really feels like a farewell tour for him at this point
1: i was sitting there i wanted to claw my eyeballs out watching it that was the boringest thing i've ever seen in my life the other, the other two guys, they stood back there like, damn, I don't know. They just like they were just like they were fans, and I'm thinking about, wait a minute, you want to wrestle him because you never wrestled him in Toronto? I don't get it. So, will I watch it next week? Yes, let's have something to it. I don't think if you want to put your imagination to it. This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. But whether it happens or not, I don't know. But that right there will not affect me if I was a fan of watching the show. It might keep me from watching the show. You ever think about that? I don't want to see it.
0: I mean, Edge was going to be a draw next week anyway because it's – celebrating his 25 years in the business. So, I mean, he was already advertised for the show. He's going to be on it. They're going to center a lot around it. This will probably be the main event next week, if I had to guess, which to me screams, there's going to be, I think that's Seamus handshake. And I could be wrong because this could just be a, hey, let's let's have a match because I want to have a match with you before I retire, or they're setting up a story and they're actually going to set up a rivalry and they're going to turn Sheamus heel. I mean, he's not, I mean- I, That's always, the most obvious thing. I've, I've always- for for months now, I've said that his organic babyface turn has been one of the the brighter things that has happened in Triple H's tenure. But they've he's cooled off. He's cooled off because they didn't capitalize on that and do anything of of substance with him. So you need more heels on on Friday Night SmackDown. So maybe you fire up Sheamus, who the crowd typically loves to hate, and you, you go that direction. But uh, we sa- shall see. Uh, we did get L.A. Knight on the show tonight. He defeated Top Dollar uh, real quick. Uh, be, honestly, well, he honestly—wow, I didn't expect that. He fought off all three members of Hit Row. Uh, beat Top he Dollar. Ice. He beat, beat Top their Dollar their was in what? Two minutes? Basically two oh, yeah. minutes. Here's the thing that I love about this SP3, and
1: I love I love Top Dollar. I, I love him for some reason. Out of Michael? Cole. Ever since, ever since, ever since he missed that move over the top. And that belly hung that top rope. He's been one of my favorites. <laughs> so, and he LA just walked Knight, off like nothing happened.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'll say this much. For, I'll say this much for Top Dollar tonight. Boy knows how to take blunt force trauma, and L.A. Night is getting so slick and so smooth with that. It's almost reaching. Now, I'm not going to say it's there yet, SP3, but it's almost reaching RKO-type smoothness to where L.A. Knight can hit that sucker out of anywhere and win a match at any point in time. Like, he's getting that good with it. Um, it it really kind of makes me feel like you could, you could beat L.A. Knight down for 35 minutes, and somehow he'll find a way to pull that out and, and, and get a win. So I like the fact that it's getting that smooth. It's getting that out of nowhere that he can hit it with it. But look, he wins the Slim Jim Battle Royal. He gets the Slim Jim sponsorship and the commercial. He's cutting a promo, and now he's actually building a story on Monday Night Raw. He's got the top three selling shirts right now of active superstars in WWE. And now he's he's actually he's on a winning streak. A winning streak. He's won... Two matches in a row. All right. Like it, it's incredible. He's, it's what are you as- talking about he's won like three or four. Uh, maybe or the, four, I'm matches going in row. four Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So he's won, he's won three or four matches in a row now. A legitimate winning streak. I, I do think it's safe to say the, the, the push is on. Like it's, it's happened. Whatever his push is going to be is going to, it's happening right now. So if they're putting him on both shows, he's got top selling merch. Like he's doing something right now. They're only doing with Bloodline and, and, Judgment Day, in okay. Who's
1: Transfords his show. first? Who's his first angle going to be with the Miz?
0: You think it was it was with the Miz yeah. on Monday? Yeah. Okay.
1: And that that'll be good because now he's up there with the Miz, and when he goes through that after about two times or whatever it is, now he's moving a little bit.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't need to go several months. This ain't like a ro- this no. isn't like a Cody Brock thing. But you can put those no. two on payback and have the Miz get his ass beat, and that's fine. That's exactly where it needs to go. It's a good starter feud to where these guys can have some good promo exchanges. Miz ain't going to lose anything by losing a match. Hell, he got beat by Snoop Dogg at WrestleMania for crying out loud, but it's a nice stepping stone for LA Knight.
2: And then you, you know, start doing hey, the whole the whole Mr. Kennedy gimmick that they did back in like 2007 where Mr. Kennedy was on the rise and they said, oh, he's beaten this many world champions. Because then if uh, LA Knight beats The Miz, he's beaten Sheamus, he's beaten Rey Mysterio, he's beaten The Miz, he's beaten three former world champions. And that can be his whole thing, that he's going to be feudal world a, champions until he's in the main event scene.
1: That's a good idea. You know what I noticed tonight? This is a little it's, it's nitpicky, but remember when Brock turned on Cody? Didn't yep. they go to shake hands? Hmm. Well, after that match, they went to shake hands. I think Cody should have been a little leery of that. I think he was. Like, well, now he was not. He wouldn't shook his hand. hes He was slow to do it. He wasn't that slow. I'd have been a lot damn slower. That's I'd why Brock him. Him. you cannot Brock cut. You cannot trust Brock, Brock Lesnar. So even though that was where it was supposed to go, still have some fear about this guy. Who's that's how it started last time. Remember that he laid him out.
2: The only thing, they... thing it's
1: a little thing, but no, Dutch that that... is
2: right. that's is right. The only thing they should have added is a callback to SummerSlam 2005 when Shawn Michaels was healed the whole time on the way to face Hulk Hogan. And then at the end, he turned back babyface because he put his hand out to shake Hogan's hand and he said, I just had to know. Brock should have said, that would have explained everything. That would explain the heel turn and everything if Brock just said, I had to know. And then, (laughs) and then put his hand out. I would have been like, okay, they sealed up this whole thing. I thought everything that happened at SummerSlam in a vacuum was great. But did it save this feud? I don't know. No,
1: I don't know either.
0: I, what do you think? What do you think, Rick? I get what you're saying, but I feel like Brock tried to do that without saying words. And like, I, I, I feel like the gesture was enough to kind of close it up because Brock is this massive over baby face out of coming out of WrestleMania and he attacks Cody Rhodes for seemingly no damn reason. And then at the end of this, putting him through hell for the last several months and beating the ever-loving crap out of him at SummerSlam, yep. then he shakes his hand, gives <laughs> him a hug, and parades him around the ring and holds up his arm. I mean, actions speak louder than words. In me, in that, in to me, in that situation. To me, I, I mean, feel I like ain't. you did the exact same thing without having. Okay, to say. say I want to
1: shake your hand, and I beat the crap out of you. Yeah. So the next time I stick my hand out there, you got to say, "Whoa, whoa." remember this i'm not going for that shit twice
0: no if you no, no it, I'm, it, I'm locked and loaded like if i even let, feel like you're trying to pull me into you i'm giving you my left elbow
2: <laughs> let, let's ask Dutchman Tell the very important question Dutchman Tell, yes. would you hug and shake someone's hand if they broke your arm and then no. proceeded to beat your ass yeah. in front With of the damn town middle, your mama in your mama, your yeah. mama beat your ass in front yeah. of your mama
1: you and and then hit hand? you with the metal, the metal steps. Hell no! I'd reach back the bag, pulled out a gun, said, "Hey, don't try it again." But you I wouldn't be... have shot him. I'd have shot him in the leg. Leg. You field. feel like you'd
0: be back in Puerto Rico, Dutch? That's what you feel like. <laughs> All right. The last thing that <laughs> <laughs> thinking Brock's looking for a place to stick a knife. That's what you. That's where your mind would be at right now. But, Stop and... it! Did I say said? Did I say that? No, you're talking. Why he saying?
1: Why is, talk, so why is he so violent? I've told
0: that story a million times about why is he how you he got so dad in Puerto Rico. Jesus, Who? That, you, I the did. you one of us has been to Puerto Rico. I don't. know. Well, I said I might be speaking out of turn. I don't know if you've been to Puerto Rico, but I don't think so. I had been to Puerto Rico. No shit. I, really? But Never heard been, you I've been, Rico.
1: been. I've been to Hawaii to that island that's on fire. Oh Jesus! Wow.
0: Mm.
2: Thoughts and prayers to everyone. Yeah, in that's, that is horrible.
1: It really is.
0: All right, our last contest uh, was one that was really set up throughout the entirety of the show. We were supposed to get tonight, guys, Santos Escobar versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship. Uh, After the opening contest of Charlotte and Osco, we get Santos backstage with Caleb Braxton. Uh, He says he's feeling very confident because he has Theory's number. And then Theory jumps him from behind, ends up slamming his knee in one of those uh, road case kit thingies whatever the hell they're called uh we get a shot of santos later on he's being treated by the medical staff or mysterio's back there with the rest of lwo everybody's looking concerned we find out later that santos has been cleared to face theory adam pierce goes back there and says hey i know you've technically been cleared but i want to look you in the eyes and make sure you're okay like really selling the fact that santos is going to get this match santos is limping down to the ring." Austin Theory comes from from behind him and hits him with a chop block. He goes into the ring. He's sitting here celebrating. He's grabbing the mic saying, I'm going to go home, raise my hand. I'm the winner. I really wanted to do this match tonight, but he wasn't ready for Austin Theory. And then Santos looks over at Rey Mysterio and gives him those those eyes, gives him the handshake and the bro hug and says, get your ass in there and, and go whoop his ass for me because I can't physically do it right now. And then Ray Mysterio proceeds to go in there and win the. So United you States. filled
1: you filled all his dialogue in for him. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. that's what the eyes. I like, word, I like the eyes. No, that's what the eyes get, told. Get, me. That's all you need. That's all you. You got to look at the eyes. Actions speak louder than words. Oh right? yeah, I got you. So that's I, my I you. that's my analysis. Right. That's my analysis. <laughs> Santos wanted to get in there and do the job, but he physically couldn't, so he told Ray to go do it for him. Right. Go do it. Yeah. Instead of just you know waiting until you were healthy and then kicking theory's ass at a a later date, like a smart person would. Uh, But they always book these baby faces to be dumb. Dumb baby face syndrome is real folks. Dumb baby face syndrome is real. It can strike at any time. It's just not fair. So Ray Mysterio goes in there. Theory hurts his back. Some point in the match. Ray takes advantage, ends up hitting a six, one nine and a very quick splash. And he pins Santos or excuse me. He pins Austin theory to end his 250 odd someday reign of terror as United States champion. It's the third time in his career that he's won this match. And guys, let us not forget, we had an entire tournament to crown a number one contender in which the final matchup was Santos Escobar versus Rey Mysterio, a match that the finish did not go as planned, but reportedly Santos Escobar was always supposed to win. And then they completely bypass all that, saying none of that mattered. Here comes Rey Mysterio and he's going to get the match anyway. And he's going to be the one already Hall of Famer. Rey Mysterio is going to be the one that takes the title off of Austin Theory. Now, I love Now I know Dutch has his opinions, but SP3, I want to throw it to you first because I have a feeling we're going to be on the same page here. Mm. (laughs) They give Rey Mysterio the title win over Mm -hmm. Santos Escobar, Mm -hmm. who is somebody who is. Still trying, up and uh, comer. He's he's getting some some decent reactions as a member of the LWO. But this is a guy you are trying to build. So this is a guy you could somewhat make by giving him his first singles championship since what the NXT Cruiserweight title, uh, yep. that a title that no longer exists. You have the chance to to belt this man and help make this man. Don't forget they they bypass giving the title shot to LA Knight too, and then they go ahead and they just put the belt on. Rey Mysterio, this accomplishes what, SP3? This, this, this I, I, It's head-scratching to me. Explain it. Explain. Give me a reason why they did what they did. And I the love Rey Mysterio, Rimbus, but this makes no sense.
2: The same Rey Mysterio that has pretty much lost every singles matchup he's had since WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania, he's lost the LA Knight. He lost the Triple Threat with <laughs> AJ Styles and Edge. He, he he won he won the fatal four way to get to the U.S. title uh, qualifier or whatever, and then he lost to Santos. Like all I've seen him do is lose since WrestleMania, and he is our new United States champion now. I am one person that have called out people who want to say everything good in WWE is Triple H, everything bad in WWE is Vince Man. I say you gotta you gotta keep that same energy across the board. If something's good, Vince gets as much credit as Triple H. If something's bad, Triple H gets as much credit as Vince McMahon. They are this is one move though, where I'm just looking at it, I'm like, this kind of seems like a Vince McMahon move. It seems like Triple H's story was we're building towards Santos, winning this US title. And, you know, LWO getting this big push. And I think Vince, it, that, from from just me watching the TLEs from the outside looking in, it seems like Vince was like, yeah, we're going to put the belt on LWO, but we're going to put it on Ray. I know Ray. I don't know Santos. I know Ray. We're going to put and it this on. this is Rey. the
0: same guy who legitimately booked Ray Mysterio to have one of the worst World Heavyweight Championship runs of yep. all time.
2: <laughs> yeah. He knows Ray, though. He loves Ray. Dutch Dutch can say Dutch was there. Dutch worked with them. Dutch, I had us. Who Who don't work with Ray? Ruth Ray and Vince.
1: I work with him. I I had to get both of them in the room, kind of slap them around a
2: little bit. Absolutely. I got them
1: to understand my point. Hey, I liked it. Because I'm looking, I'm looking at theory. Theory's kind of dying right now. So beat him and then start something new with it. So now him and him and Ray, they'll go back and forth. He can retake it. Then you got to work Santos back into it. See what WWE is doing now. Like we, we look at it as a, as a, like a, just it's full. And we say, well, this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But they're doing, they're going against the grain. Now they're doing the stuff you don't expect and not uh, not all of it at work this is not an exact science they haven't sat down they haven't sit down and written the whole book because they're booking the 3 hours they're booking 300 hours of original tv every year just to raw and smackdown so they're not going to hit they're not going to hit on everything but what I'm asking them to do, and I'm sure you are too, Rick, is uh, acknowledge or pick out where you missed and try to fix it. Or if you can't fix it, move away from it and come back to it. Or move away from it and, and leave it alone. So I think theory, I don't, they haven't really give him a chance to, to really get over, like L.A. Night. L.A. Night is kind of taking out the time right now. So we will see what they do. Who are they coming back with next week? The Wallen kid and who? Yes, who? So, so Grayson Waller yeah. is
0: going to be hosting the Grayson yes. Waller effect. with. Ray they made a Theory. mistake
1: there too. They made a mistake there too. They should have said Grayson Waller is going to host Austin Theory. Because all of a sudden now they come back and change it all up.
0: Well, here's my thing. Right, because and I see other people have brought this up in the chat because there are two reasons why I can think, guys, that they would do this move and 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 have it make sense. And that is if they are already getting set to turn the LWO against Rey Mysterio or Santos Escobar against the LWO, one of those two, and build up to those two feuding with one another. So they, they set up some kind of a jealousy angle. But even in this situation, that doesn't make sense to me because no, it's they Santos just did it. Who sent who sent Ray down to the ring? And by the way. Don't rush into that. Same shit with the Usos. We're seven and yep. a half months away. If you book that if you book it correctly, that's a major marquee WrestleMania match next year. And if you don't believe me, you would have you would have rolled your eyes at me if I had told you a major marquee match at this year's WrestleMania was going to be Ray versus Dominic. It can be done. It was done last year. It can be done again next year. Ray versus Santos. And I've spoken to Santos. That's a dream WrestleMania match for him. And that is exactly what they should be booking at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. So don't rush into that. The only thing that I can think that makes sense in this is that they have decided instead of putting the United States championship on one of their younger up and coming talents, like a Santos Escobar or an LA Knight, is they want to do it with another guy but they couldn't do him versus Austin theory because they're both heels. So the only way that this makes sense to me is if next week on the Grayson Waller effect, they set up a United States championship match between Grayson Waller and Rey Mysterio. Austin theory costs Rey Mysterio the title to continue that feud between the LWO and theory. They can move away from the United States championship. And now you have belted Grayson Waller. <laughs> that is literally the only thing that I think makes sense in this situation and a one week title reign doesn't hurt Ray Mysterio at all. That's the only thing I can think of personally that makes any kind of sense is they want to put the title on Grayson because they're really high on him and they want to strap a rocket to him, but he, and they don't who want does to beat Grayson Waller deal.
2: feud with who does Grayson Waller feud with
0: maybe LA night. I don't know. I don't know. After, after LA over, with know.
2: the Miz, the
0: unless they do a triple threat or a, or a quadruple or a four-on-four. Four not not,
1: a, not another trip, triple know. threat. I'm so sick no. of triple
0: threats. They got dudes on we'll, – sm- AJ Styles. There you go. Grayson Waller and AJ Styles again for the United States Championship. You got to do – we literally said they're not doing anything with. Right there.
2: There you go. You got to get there. We got to like think it. about these things
0: before we
2: come up. Most of my shit is
0: spitballing. You know that. I'm just spitballing here. I'm trying to come up with stuff and trying to think. I'm trying to make WWE make sense. Do you know how hard that is? Stuff.
2: Stuff out here. It's
0: tough. I pull from so many different angles, man. I've been doing this a long time, trying to make this shit make sense. (laughs) Right now, it don't, in my opinion. Dutch, any final thoughts, comments? No, they
1: have such a thing as almost having too much. Trying to make something of everything,
0: yeah,
1: and you can't do it. You 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 run over yourself. But I will say, it's still a lot better now than I thought it would be at this point. They at least have some people over now. When they can get that all separated, when they get closer to a pay per view, SummerSlam, or then they're cooking the gas. So we'll see where they go with it.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, it's a good problem to have when you have too many people that you want to push and that you can push. I mean, i like to love- push some of them out the door. Dutch, this oh, time la- Dutch, this time last year, we were complaining week in and week no, out. They have seen t- the same t- dudes on the same show and they're doing the yep. same shit over and over again, and they have no options. We said last year they have no options for Roman Reigns. Where are they going to go? You know they got too many.
1: They have they too have many, have many options.
0: Them. I'd rather have but that they- problem on
1: you yeah they need to have all these options, but they need to slow it down because now it seems like they've speeded it up, and that they, they almost are too fast for their own good, but so, still a good show
0: tonight s p three any final thoughts, concerns?
2: Nothing about this show. it was what it was <laughs> um i wasn't I wasn't too high on it. I wasn't too low on it, just that last
0: segment, man yeah it comes down to some booking decisions i just i just have if i leave a show with too many questions man it's almost like it it could be a good thing but i'm i man this this ray mysterio win is gonna bug bug me <laughs> for like the entire weekend it, it's head scratching it's that head scratching to me i don't get it yeah the, Way the,
2: those final two uh segments like ray win the u.s title and and the whole jimmy and jay promo and excuse just yeah it kind of let down this show i think if they would have nailed that i would have been more high on this show for sure
0: now my buddy josh martinez by the way uh great radio dj in new york uh wrote me on twitter which you can follow all of us on twitter there are our handles right there or x now all right we're all on x right he wrote me title unification between dom and ray with dom going over so he says Uniting the North American championship with the United States championship, which I would hate because they just unified the women's tag team title. So why are you getting rid of the men's midcard? None of that would make any sense, but I could see Ray and Dom having kind of like a winner take all type thing. If they wanted to do that at some point, but
2: do survivor series, they haven't announced war games. They're going to do interpromotional.
0: The one night of the year went, no, I can't even do it. I can't. SP three. What you got going on on true heel heat. this weekend? (laughs)
2: Uh, check out the True Hill Heat flagship podcast tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. It will be myself, Miss Chrissy Love. will be joined by Big Hero Chris, as well as we'll have another special guest. And check out last week's episode as the great man Tell joined us and told us who Vince McMahon believed was the stupidest human being he's ever met. Plus much, much more. So check out True Hill Heat. 237.
1: And Rick, Dutch. I just want to warn you if you do watch that, I'm gonna tell you what, said was really blasting you. And oh. I defended you the best of good, but finally had to start agreeing with him.
0: Hey, you know was, what? You can't deny the truth. So gosh, you know, there's no such thing yeah. as bad publicity. All right, none whatsoever. All right, no, no, that, as that long, is as long as my name's out there, I don't
1: give a crap. Like, let's go. You know, the, the greatest angles going on now are the podcasters. All arguing and fighting with each other, yep. Like me and Flair that time, and then somebody else said something about me, and then Cornette said something about. After that, more interesting. I read it all the time. So hey, find me on Twitter, Dirty D Manziel. It's excellent. and you can. Oh yeah, why? It's hard. It's, I don't get that.
0: I think Elon's
1: been hitting the pipe too much. Is what Do I you think? think? Oh my God!
0: The man, the man's anyway. a multi-billionaire. He spent forty-four billion dollars on an app that he's literally flushing down the toilet, when yep. all he had to do was nothing. And now he's agreed to fight Mark Zuckerberg. Like what? A- no, he changed. He changed that today. Did
1: he? It goes from a fight to a debate.
0: That's what but he wants both to do. Masters of it, so you know. I, I would Master listen to the <laughs>
1: I wouldn't listen to it. Elon is a great talker.
2: You would listen to the master debate.
1: Yes, I would.
2: Cool.
1: I would. I would tune out uh, Zucker or whatever his name is. What's his name?
0: Mark Zuckerberg. The
1: guy. Oh yes, I'd turn tune him out, and then when Elon talk. I'd
0: turn him up. I see. Personally, I can't wait until we find these two just finally merge all their companies together, and we get Space yeah. Meta X, and you know everything is you know fine. There we go. Space so anyway, Meta. Dutch, where 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 are you at? What 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 are we doing? I'm right here. I'm right here. What are you promoting? Where can people follow you? Story
2: Dutch mental.
1: Yeah, story time, a Dutch yeah. mental on YouTube. I got 55 episodes over there so far. It's pretty good,
0: huh? It's
2: okay. I'm going to yeah. 100k Dutch. Go ahead, Dutch. I
0: I, do I would that. do this. I would watch this match. I am going on to 100k. Thomas.
1: I got 91k right now. I'm,
0: I'm trying ahead, to get 100 Dutch. yeah i've got like yeah 0.3 percent of that <laughs> dirty d there we
1: go i got it dirty you guys can demon.
2: uh
0: you guys can follow me at rick Uccino. uh it's the same on threads too by the way as it is on x uh this coming monday i will be dropping a conversation on SB Nation Cage seats, dot com with Zoe Stark. Spoke to her in uh, SummerSlam weekend for the press tour and seems like a pretty good time to drop it since Trish and Becky will finally be wrestling uh, this coming Monday. We think, we think, who knows? They might push that sucker back off the payback. Who knows what the hell they're going to be doing on Monday? So, regardless, um, we'll have some more stuff to talk about next week, right here. Sure, we talk next Friday, here on the Sports Keto Wrestle Binge YouTube channel and the Sports Wrestling Facebook channel. Uh, Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, making us a part of your evening. Take care.